Hey guys, welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our Creator God, focusing on what He has for us in this busy and ever-changing everyone and welcome to part three of our series entitled the book of james hope everyone is doing well and today we are or whatever day you are listening to the this uh, podcast on uh, we are going to look at james chapter 2 verses 1 through 9 james chapter 2 verses 1 through 9. So if you have a Bible in front of you or uh, a Bible app on your phone, go ahead and uh, take a moment to open there. And we're going to be looking at the topics of favoritism, the kingdom of God, and love. Let me repeat that. Uh, The topics of favoritism, the kingdom of God, and love. And so as we go through this uh, podcast today um, and listen to scripture and pause and reflect on what it has to say and uh, just sort of kind of dig deep in our soul, uh, the big idea is that personal favoritism actually can be a sin because true love knows no partiality. Now, let me repeat that. Personal favoritism Uh, is sin or can be a sin because true love knows no partiality. And so the application or the takeaway today uh, that I hope you are able to receive from this message, this podcast, is that we can learn to disregard favoritism only when we start to love ourselves and others the way that Christ loves us. I think that's a very important point as we dive into the scriptures, as we talk about this idea of partiality. Now, we open up to James chapter 2, verses 1 through 9, and actually, uh, in the English Standard Version, the the title of of this section uh, is actually the sin of partiality. And so, I'm going to read the word of God here. My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, While you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet, have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Verse 5, listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor man. 
are not the rich ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called? Verse 8, if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, then you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. This is the word of God. And so as we begin today, I just want to start with a question um, so we can center ourselves on this topic of partiality, of favoritism. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to you to love everyone equally with no favoritism? Take a moment and reflect on that question. you to think about a time where you were treated uh, differently uh, for whatever reason that might be. Um, How did it make you feel? I know for me in times in my life where I've either uh, been treated differently uh, because of maybe the way uh, my background or maybe some challenges in my life or or other things, I, I know how that made me feel. Um, yes, it has happened to me, and I know it has happened to you. And so the idea here is partiality is a hindrance to our ability to see and love people the way God sees and loves people. I love that. I'm going to repeat that. Partiality is a hindrance to our ability to see and love people the way God sees and loves people. And hopefully you're able to see sort of kind of that disconnect there that sometimes occurs in our lives. God is a God of grace. Um, He is a God who does not indulge in favoritism. He created all of us. Uh, He does not do that like we have the tendency to do. James explains that in verse 1, that we should not hold the faith of Jesus Christ with partiality. God has made it very clear through Scripture that he loved the world and he gave his son over to death in order to save it, in order to save all of us. This was grace and mercy showed on God's part to any and everyone willing to believe with absolutely no favoritism, no partiality. Therefore, We should live in the same way, right? And so as we pause and reflect on this next question, um, I ask, have you ever been partial to someone because of who they are or who they were or how they looked or their status in life? Uh, Maybe it was in the workplace. Maybe it was in your church. Maybe it was in your, uh, you know, just your day-to-day. But Have you ever been partial with someone because of, you know, because of who they were or how they looked or their circumstance? 
in verses 5 through 6, James actually uses a paradox to explain the connection between being rich in the kingdom versus the world. In verse 5 there, it talks about the poor believers might be lacking in everything physical uh, and, and tangible, but they are the ones who are rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom. And so therefore for us, the application in that is we should not treat these individuals with contempt. Uh, because it says right there, they are blessed. Now, James uses this harsh um, imagery to point out the fact that the rich people uh, we treat in our world, this has always been the case, with high honor uh, due to their wealth and their privilege. But they're also the same people at times who exploit others and drag people into courts is, is sort of kind of the image he is using here. Much of what we as people see and judge and you would agree with this, come from the outside of others. But that's not the case. James is, is trying to make an appeal here that it is the inner heart and spirit that God looks at, that God ultimately judges. Now, there's a movie called The Soloist. I'm not sure if you have heard of it or not, but uh, you can actually look this clip up on YouTube or somewhere. But There is a mentally sick, uh, mentally challenged, and homeless man named Nathaniel. Um, And there's a certain part in this movie uh, where he says a prayer over the people in the world. And he does this actually while he is lying out in the street because he's homeless. Now, this clip illustrates how the poor and homeless can be rich in spirit and actually display more humility and love toward people than others who are way better off than they are. And I would say some of this is just perspective. (laughs) Uh, But how often do we judge or think less of someone because of their condition, what we see as their condition, and therefore we totally neglect what may exist inside of their heart? And oftentimes we just walk away or walk the opposite direction and do not engage with that specific type of person. And that's sad because they have a love for Jesus. They have a desire maybe to show Christ to others. And when we do that, we neglect that opportunity to show love for Christ um, and that love of Jesus to others. So as we pause and reflect here, the question I have for you is, how does this short little story um, from this movie, how does this change your perspective on those that are in need, Um, like the homeless community maybe in your area, or maybe those who are less fortunate that you may come in contact with? How does that uh, change your perspective in hearing this story on Nathaniel?
Williams uh, finishes his teaching on personal favoritism by pointing back to the ultimate law of love, loving your neighbor as yourself. And loving your neighbor as yourself involves sacrifice. It is not easy at times, no matter who the person is. James goes on to say that partiality is sin. And I also want to note that this is stated in the Old Testament in Leviticus 19, 18, which says, you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So showing partiality goes against everything James desires this audience to learn about loving people fairly. So since you can become a transgressor of the law or breaker of the law by stumbling uh, into this one area uh, while keeping the rest, you actually become guilty of all the others. In other words, you cannot do both at the same time, believing that you're actually loving your neighbor, yet showing partiality to others. Let me state that again, that you can't do both at the same time. Uh, Because believing you're actually loving your neighbor, yet showing partiality to others who are maybe in a lower status than you are or different than you are or whatever the case may be, you cannot do both of those at the same time and say that you are loving your neighbor as yourself. Classic movie. Uh, I'm sure many of you have seen Forrest Gump and um, lots lots of, of great Memories from that movie and certain scenes from that movie that are applicable to all of our lives. But there's a certain one where actually Forrest uh, is in combat. He's in Vietnam. And he runs actually back into the jungle to try to find his friend Bubba. Now Bubba is his friend. He's a fellow soldier. Uh, They're tight. And as Forrest is searching, he continually finds other soldiers, other fellow soldiers who are literally on the brink of death. Now, he could have ignored them and just focused on Bubba, but instead of showing partiality to his best friend and overlooking the other injured soldiers and um, some mortally wounded soldiers, he carries them all the way back to safety, if you remember in this scene. One by one, even though many of them were on that verge of death. And man, that is a powerful, that's a powerful scene, I know, for me, because it illustrates how Forrest loved his best friend, but showed love to everyone else without this idea of partiality or favoritism. Just something maybe to go back and watch uh, and just just look at that scene uh, through this perspective that we have been talking about that. It's just incredible. Now, um, writer Robert uh, Deffenbaugh, he wrote this Words and Works, uh, uh, Words and Works of Practical Piety. He says this in regards to this idea of the royal law. 
He says, the royal law commanded God's people to love their neighbors as themselves. Let me read that again. The royal law commanded people to love their neighbors as themselves, with the emphasis on as. Their neighbors included the wealthy and the poor. Um, The as in this phrase actually means that we must love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We must love our neighbors with that same level and intensity of concern and care that we have for our own selves. But in addition, he says, to meaning that we must love our neighbors and ourselves equally. James insists that we must love each of our neighbors equally, not treating one neighbor better than the other. The royal law calls for equality. Showing partiality violates this principle of equal treatment under the law. And so as we pause to reflect here in this last moment, why do you think the royal law that we read about in James chapter 2 applies so heavily to this week's passage? Why do you think the royal law applies so heavily in this week's passage? to James 2 verse 8 just as this idea of royal law he says if you really fulfill the royal law according to scripture or according to the scripture you shall love your neighbor as yourself it says you are doing well that's the royal law but if you show partiality you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors as those who break the law And so today, hopefully, you are able to see um, and to think about these ideas of favoritism or partiality uh, and how that relates to the kingdom of God and how it connects to loving others as ourselves and how Christ loves us all the same. And that personal favoritism, uh, it, it can be a sin because true love knows no partiality. It shows no favoritism. And hopefully we are able to learn through this podcast and be reminded to disregard and to work on the process of disregarding favoritism when we start to love ourselves and others the way that Christ loves us. I pray this has been an impactful podcast to you. I know it has for me. Uh, I'm going to close in prayer and look forward to uh, our next podcast on the book of James. Father God, thank you for today. Uh, Thank you for reminding us in your scripture um, that personal favoritism, that this partiality is a sin. 
Uh, because, Father, you don't look at people from the outside. You look at what's inside our hearts. And may we have the understanding of that perspective that you have. May we gain a clearer understanding of that perspective today. May we maybe break down the walls of any judgment that we have toward people or people groups or people in certain circumstances that are different from us so that we can disregard this act of favoritism, this sin of partiality in our lives so that when we start to love ourselves in this certain way, Father, that we are able to love others the same way Christ loves us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.